This is Passion for Your Passions, a podcast where we talk about the things and people in our lives and what they mean to us. I'm Julie. And I'm Krista. And today, we're talking all about relationships. Guys, I've been in a relationship for 12 years. (laughs) One time I was dating this guy for a while and then he got down on one knee and he begged me to never call him again. One guy broke up with me while we were in the shower together. Skywriting isn't always positive. Another time, a guy invited me to a beautiful uh, picnic with wine and flowers, and then when I tried to sit down, he said, don't eat anything, Rebecca's coming. And then he broke up. <laughs> Gaze at the person across from you now. Feel the sweet spark of connection. If you don't screw up this moment somehow, maybe you won't die alone. I don't understand your human relationships. So, um, goodbye. So, to start, my current state of being is I'm really fucking damp right now because as soon as I left for work, It was pouring rain. I just went, all right, (laughs) just walk to my car. I really hope that the thunder is audible, but I'm really going to doubt that it is. And also, it's stopped raining now, so it's just kind of a bummer. Kind of a bummer. Now that we wanted it, it's gone. (laughs) There was one episode of the podcast, and I don't know if I left it in or not, but, like, you could hear... I think it was, like, hail. It was windy as fuck. Yeah, there was, like, some <laughs> hail. And yeah. I, I remember there was a couple times I was listening to it, and I was like, what, the, what is that? And I'm like, oh, it was hailing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't do anything about this. That's just going to be there. <laughs> Not to mention that where we record is right over my garage, so anytime my husband leaves, there's just, like, this two-minute awkward <laughs> pause of us being like, do, 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 so that's pretty much any time you get, like, a weird skip, it's because we have to cut that whole, like, us just <laughs> sitting there waiting for the noise to stop. So, guys, this is another weird one, and it's from me, so... Of course it is. Of course it is. And, you know, since we talked about my husband just a little bit, this episode is about relationships, <laughs> and... I'm just here to say, I have been in a relationship for a very long time. It is about ready to be two of my anniversaries. One marriage for five years. (laughs) Very, very shortly. Actually, uh, around the time when this episode comes out, which is why we decided to do this now. And then the other one is that I have actually been with the same guy for 12 years. And that's coming up too. So, this blows my mind because it's the opposite of my love <laughs> Well, I know. That's that's kind of what we have to get into. And I mean, I think that was like the first thing that we were just going to talk about. It's just like, well, I mean, okay, this, this one is going to be a weird one. I will just put that out there up front. I think it's just going to be kind of a very loose conversation. And then we're going to have like some kind of silly stuff thrown throughout. <laughs> I, I don't know how long this will end up being. Just kind of wanted to talk about, you know, relationships and just like some of these things that are differences between Julie and I, because like, I think even Julie and I have some interesting differences just between like how we view people and stuff. And I think that that's interesting. And we could talk about that and like, the successes we've had and the failures we've had with some of that kind of stuff. I mean, okay, not to be like Julie's a, a failure. Not, no, 
No, it's not. That's not what I mean. No, because I don't even necessarily mean relationships like between two people. Like I I was about to say something very, very graphic, but you know, in the uh, going on dates kind of way. It doesn't have to necessarily be that. It could be friends. It could be relationships with your family. You know, it could be any of that. Relationships with the deli lady from... Why would you bring that up again? (laughs) I'm traumatized. It's a a relationship. How do you view that relationship? (laughs) Awkward. Okay. Awkward. So, again, to start... And I mean, I don't know if this has come up, like, a lot as we've done this podcast. I think people have probably, like heard me talk about my husband. Yes, I do have a husband. I've been married for a while, five years. And then also, like I said, I've been with him for a very long time. It's like I've been married forever, basically. Just locked down. (laughs) Yeah. High school sweetheart. Which, oh no, now you've revealed our age. It's happened. (laughs) Well, they don't know when that started like it could have yeah, been I, at the end of the year. But I did year. just say 12 years, so could that have, gives them some roughs. Could have been at the end of the year. <laughs> we haven't said it so far and now it's happened. Cut do, it. Cut it. Do the math. Or don't. Or don't. We don't care that Guess. much. <laughs> Dude, I had somebody at work who was talking to me about ages and stuff recently because I don't know what it is about me, but I confuse people to death with my age. You always have though. It was yeah. it because when you're younger, it's because of your mom. Like, how you two look just confused the crap out of people. Yeah. My mom is very young. So, for a long time, like, especially when I was in school and stuff, people thought that we were sisters. In fact, they thought <laughs> Krista was the older sister half the time. Which yeah. Which is even weirder. <laughs> yeah, and I still get, like, a lot of weird things about my age. I think people do... I mean, sometimes people will age me up. I don't know if they necessarily age me up a lot but like I think the problem with how I am as a person is what's confusing because I don't really act (laughs) how old I am and I never have like not even since I was a little kid which was also part of the problem because like I will make references to things that are far older than I am and it's like really bizarre like even the other day I was I mean I know we were talking about Jurassic Park the other day but like Jurassic Park, like, I I would not have seen that, like, when I was a kid, like, basically. But, like, I was watching that the other day, and I was, like, talking about it. And, like, it, it's stuff like that where, like, I know it's confusing to people because it's, like, yeah, I reference, like, all these things that, like, I should not be referencing. And so it's just, like, how, how yeah. do you know about that? How old are you? We have the same problem because when people talk to me, they're, like, oh, man, you're, like, in your late 30s because, I mean, I own my house. I don't, like... Just where I am in life, I just seem mature and old. And then I'm like, dude, no, I'm not even 30. <laughs> no, you, you should talk to me more. <laughs> yeah, you should talk to me more. I'm kind of ridiculous. Like, And then they're like, oh. And then if they look at me, they're like, oh, you're like in your early 20s. I'm like, no. <laughs> I know. Okay, so so here's the second part of this story that's really bad. And then we'll, we'll get back to different things. But I thought this was so funny. because the, So this basically, here's the story. is This guy... Um, who's a coworker of mine and like a relatively new coworker of mine was, was basically like, I can't figure out how old you are. And I was like, Oh, same. I can't figure out how old you are either. And, um, and so he told me how old he was and I told him how old I was and we were like kind of talking back and forth. And like, I could tell like it was like a little bit weird because like I'm 
like significantly younger than he was. And then also the other thing was I didn't have the heart to tell him that he's the same age as my stepdad. (laughs) That was awkward too. Like he's a very cool guy, but it was just one of those things where I was like, Oh my God, like this is, this is so many levels of awkward and I don't know what to do about it. I just need to let it go. (laughs) Okay. I, through this conversation, I'm going to branch into a topic we didn't have written down. Age range with dating and, like, friendships and stuff. How do you feel about that conundrum? Okay, well, so I have a problem, <laughs> me specifically, because, I don't know. So I have a problem with relationships in general. That's kind of my thing. Yeah, it sounds fun, right, when I say that? Yeah, it's my like, thing. Everyone sucks. <laughs> yeah, everybody sucks. That's my thing. <laughs> no, um, it's, a lot of it kind of goes back to how I was when I was younger, I didn't have, like, a lot of great friendships. We were good friends, but, like, beyond that, I did. And I wasn't enough for you. No, (laughs) you're good, but, like, other than that, most of my relationships were pretty bad. Like, I didn't have, like, a lot of good friends, or if I did have good friends, I didn't see them all the time. So, like, I went to camp with people, for example, and, like, I had some good friends when I was in camp, but then it was, like, you go back to school, and it's like, I don't see you for nine months. I don't... Then you see you again at camp, and you're like, are we still friends? Maybe? I'm not sure. This is weird. too much? (laughs) Yeah, and sometimes... I think most of the time we were still friends, but, like, it was always just kind of... And then sometimes people would leave from camp. I'd never see them again, and that was just kind of, like, how I lived my life, and, yeah, I just... I think that's kind of carried into me being an adult, plus... The other part of the problem with me is me being weird in the way that I'm weird, because honestly, I do sometimes kind of wish I was more of a fringe person. Not like, I mean, you know, I don't really care about sports and like, you know, all that kind of stuff. But like, I think, I think I would have an easier time if I was either more normal or more weird. (laughs) And the problem is, is like, I'm too middle. So like, I don't, I don't, like, have a lot of, like, very weird friends because that doesn't quite work for me. No, I wouldn't even put you in that category. I, not quite. And then the other thing is, is, like, the kind of more normal people. I, like, I don't fit in with that either. So, like, it's basically where I was going with the story is, is one of the things that's very odd about me is when I kind of, like, will friend people, like, people at work, for example, I tend to friend people who are quite a bit older than me. And I think part of the reason for that is, is people around our age find me very strange and then they typically don't like me. (laughs) Whereas people who are older, they're like, oh, she's just quirky. And like, they're fine with it and they deal with it. But for some reason, people who are my age just don't deal with it. nothing to do with it. (laughs) They don't deal with it. Too far, Kristen, too far. (laughs) Or not far enough. Like, not. Yeah. So what about you? I realized something really weird about myself. (laughs) I don't know when I did. I know it was recently, but random fun fact or depressing fact, whatever you want to call it, I haven't had a living grandparent as an adult. Like, all of my grandparents were gone by the time I was 14 or 15. And so I think through my life, I've inadvertently always looked for, like, a grandparent. <laughs> You've created grandparents? <laughs> I have. I didn't even, like, it was something I didn't realize. So I have quite a few friends that are, like, grandparent like they're old enough to be my parents parents yeah and I've always had someone like that in my life that are specifically not my parents friends yeah and it just made me laugh I'm like I guess I've just always looked for a grandparent 
Yeah, I mean, I kind of, that's kind of like what I was saying, too. I mean, I guess your reasoning is different, but yeah, I kind of have that, too. Well, like, I didn't go out going, I need a grandparent. It would just happen. Like, it would just be that way. So, when it comes to friendships, I don't think age is important at all. I think it's actually more important to have a diverse age group, even if, like, you know, your nieces and nephews, if you want to call them friends in a way, like, that age gap there where you get that perspective of youth. Versus what you're living, and then the much older people that can do the reverse to you. Like, I think friendship-wise, age is a very important thing to be kind of diverse in. Obviously, you're going to probably migrate more towards your age on the majority of your friends, but you need a little bit of diversity. Unless you're me, because I have have problems. (laughs) Well, so then the other part of my problem, too, is that I have an easier time with guys than I do with girls. And I think... I mean, there's two parts of that. One is, I mean, you know, say what you will. And I mean, I think like in our new generation, you know, people have kind of diversified this a little bit, but like, especially in the land of the corn, we'll say a lot of the girls do kind of fall into like this kind of typical category. And a lot of times I don't mesh very well with that category of girl. Like it's like, Because it's like, if we're around each other, they'll like immediately be like, oh, you're a girl. Let's talk about these things and like X, Y, Z. And I'm like, I don't, I don't care about those things at all. And this is very awkward and I don't want to talk to you. And I'm sorry. Like, I feel bad in a way, but also I don't want to talk to you because I don't have any similar interests with you. And not that that always happens. Sometimes I do find like girls who I have things in common with and that's great. But like, a lot of times that's what happens is like, I'll go to a party or something with my husband and, you know, like there'll be people like that he's kind of friends with and like maybe their girlfriends are kind of more normal, quote unquote. And then I'm like, I'm awkwardly here. <laughs> I don't belong. I don't think I like the extremes of either gender, really, because I mean, what you're like sports, there's nothing in this world I care mm-hmm. less about than like sporting events. And beer and, like, what you would call the man's man nonsense, if you will. I don't like those people. But I know, I think it's because they're just more abrasive. And so I know how to get along with them better. Mm -hmm. So I think it's more of that. Like, we just know how to flow with those kind of people better. Because we understand their intention and, like, just what they're meaning behind it. Versus women that are what you would call the very stereotypical, I'll call it sitcom women. Like, from the 90s sitcom. Yeah. Like, where if you don't engage, they don't engage. And, well, men's men will just talk to talk. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So I think that's the difference, but I don't like either extreme. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and I wouldn't necessarily say, like, those people are my friends. It's just that, like, the way that I am, it's easier for me to talk to guys. Because, like, even if we don't have anything in common, like, I can still normally, like, have a conversation and, like, keep things going and, like, you know, like... You know, they like sports, so it's like, do you like to go hiking? And, you know, like, there's normally, like, connections that I can make and, like, it works. Whereas, like, sometimes with girls, it's like, just Got don't, nothing. <laughs> I just don't know what to say to you. Like, we don't have the same hobbies. Like, I could maybe talk to you about makeup, but also, like, I'm not that good at makeup. So, like, I don't, don't any... want to talk to you about makeup. Like, yeah. I just I don't know I any can't. of the celebrities you're talking about. I don't know any of the products of which you think. It's... Yeah, it's like... Just completely speaking a different language. But I have had girlfriends before. It's just, in general, I've always had an easier time with guys. I don't know. It's not me saying anything about girls or anything in particular. I just I have an easier time with guys. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It is what it is. 
or and, both like that. <laughs> well, yeah. And I mean, the other thing too, which I think this is the thing, we could talk about this just a little bit, is that I think maybe in some ways it's a little bit easier for me too, because I am married and I've been married for so long that it's just like, I can just kind of be <laughs> around people and I'm just like non-threatening. I'm just I'm very threatening. <laughs> I'm just there. I am very threatening. Yes. So women and men, people come at me aggressively a lot. Well, I think the other problem that you have is I think you, because, okay, here's the thing. Here's the secret podcast listeners out there. Everybody loves Julie. This is the thing. It is. <laughs> it has been a crazy problem throughout our lives. Everybody loves Julie. And I think like for me, like, you know, being married and stuff, like it kind of, I mean, not even necessarily that people would be like that with me. I'm not, like, trying to say, like, we're, like, foxes and everybody likes us or whatever. But, like, I have a barrier, you know? can be like, I'm married. Like, I'm not a back off. Like, back off. Just don't, <laughs> yeah. like, go find somebody else. <laughs> you know, don't look at me like that. But, like, yeah, Julie. I have a lot of struggles. <laughs> Julie, well, it's just everybody. Every you guy. You say everyone loves me. It's not. <laughs> people hate me. Or love me. There's no in-between. Like, there's no just person who goes, yeah, I guess she's okay. They're either like, oh my god, she's the light of the sun, or they're like, fuck that woman to the depths. Like, I don't... It's being a weird girl. It's what it is. Like, this, uh, being a weird girl is a blessing and a curse. It's wonderful because, you know, fuck normality and all that shit, but it sucks because it means that when people meet you, they're like... Wow, you're so different. Look at you. I've never met a girl like you before. Why is that my problem? (laughs) (laughs) I want to date you. And it's like, well, can't date everybody. (laughs) Sorry about that for you. (laughs) So sorry. And also, I don't want to. But we could just be friends, you know? (laughs) Oh, and then they misinterpret and it's a whole another awkward thing. (laughs) And then four years later, they're like, just like, hey, I've always loved you. And it's like, well... See, we joke about this. This happens to me, like, every few months. I swear no, to I God. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> everybody <laughs> loves Julie. <laughs> everybody needs to know this, that this is a problem. And, look, other weird girls out there, I don't know. I mean, whoever listens to her podcast doesn't listen to her podcast. Like, I swear. It is, like, the craziest thing. Like, just being a weird girl. My one friend, uh, she's exactly the same way. And it's hysterical. She was telling me a story because I just went, I thought I was the only person that had these ridiculous stories. And to kind of paraphrase one of her stories, she was, she's an art major. And one of the guys, she went to a small school. One of the guys in this class, like, took over an assembly that the mayor was at to sing her a song about his affections for her. <laughs> and how much he loved her out of nowhere. <laughs> like... And she's like, dude, I'm supposed to. I like women. Yeah, she's a lesbian, so it's even more like, dude. (laughs) But she has stories like that too, where we're just like, what is wrong with people? I think part of it is that our weird types, we don't assume people are hitting on us or anything. I think that's the other thing is we just assume they're weird or that they're just being nice or what have you. And so we miss every single signal until they have to do some grand, obnoxious gesture. And then we're like, where'd that come from? Yeah, I mean, I do wonder, too, if it has to do with where we live specifically. Because I do, like I said, I do think, like, a lot of females kind of in this area tend to fall into, like, this certain kind of category. And I don't know, like, if us just being the way, I mean, well, I'm not saying us. 
as the whatever weird girls in general yo weird girls like <laughs> being like that like it's just kind of like whoa you're different and then it's like that kind of effect where it's like oh yeah like you're a different person comparatively you know I've never met anyone like you yeah and then that's I just don't interest. care <laughs> <laughs> well what was it there's lines that people say to me as if there's some magical line I'm like do you know how many people have said that specific dumbass line like you're not special. I'm special. You're not special. <laughs> You're just so perfect. Yep, I've heard that. You're just so unique, and I can't, like, I've never met anyone like, yep, heard it, heard it, heard it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool. <laughs> just go away. <laughs> well, I mean, to kind of, I guess, like, round this out before, I guess, we get into maybe, like, some of the more fun stuff, <laughs> do we just, like, want to talk about, you know, just, like, kind of how we view relationships in general? I mean, this can be, like, stuff like relationships like with a person you're dating but also just like people in general because like I, I was talking about this before we started the podcast that I think like we have very interesting views we're a little bit different when it comes to this so like I guess just to start with mine like yeah I've been with my husband for a very long time um you know I'm that kind of a person I you know when I like people I like people and I like to you know, be around them. That's, I mean, I know that there's a lot of people where, like, you know, you like to move around from place to place or whatever, but I'm the kind of person where, like, I like being around people who are there for you, you know, just in general as a rule. And, I mean, that type of view is definitely hard, and I can definitely understand why some people don't like that kind of a viewpoint. But just in general, like, doesn't really necessarily matter their relationship to you. Yes, I mean, I'm with my husband and I'm there for my husband and we have a great relationship even, you know, when it is difficult or whatever. But like, you know, like stuff like parents and like friends and like that's the kind of in general relationships that I look for is like through the hard times, through the good times, like somebody who just like is there for you, has your back throughout whatever in life in general. And where that's kind of interesting for me is I don't have a lot of casual friendships because of that. Because, like, I think that for me, I go through kind of, like, ups and downs when it comes to people. And, like, generally for a person, for, like, me to feel close to a person, you have to kind of, I mean, I don't want to say it's, like, tests, but, like, it kind of is almost like tests. Like, you have to, like, pass certain things. And if you don't pass those things, like, I'll never view you as a friend. Like, I'll view you as an acquaintance. I can be around you. Like, I don't hate you. It's just, like, for me to be my friend, it's, like, it's a very serious thing. Because it's, like, it means, like, I care about you. It means, like, I'm going to look out for you. It means, like, you know, I might randomly buy you stuff. You know, like, things like that. And, like, it's very serious to me. <laughs> and this is why Krista cut out so many people in high school. <laughs> Cut a bitch out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that might be, well, plus a million other things that were going on yeah. at the same time I that led to just, like, a complete panic attack and meltdown of my life. But, yeah. Sure. From, <laughs> from there on, that's kind of the view. Because, I mean, like, there have been, like, a couple times, like, since then, like, high school aside, because whatever, high school's been forever ago. But, like, where I've thought that I was friends with somebody, but then, like, it would keep being a fight or like, I would be like, man, like I've realized like they don't know anything about me. Like every time I talk to them, it's like, it's like 
I'm starting over every single time. And that would like irritate me. And I'd be like, I don't think like I can be friends with them because it like doesn't seem like they actually care about me in any kind of way. And like stuff like that. Like that's kind of like how I, I view friendships is it's like, I'm cool with like being around people and being acquaintances and things. But like for me to be somebody's friend, it's like, it typically means like, I care about you. That's just kind of like how it is <laughs> for me. Yeah, we're very different. <laughs> Mine is kind of the opposite in a way. Most of my friendships I would call casual. Like I have my significant other is not like I've tried to do that and it just I can't do it. Like I'm either there or I'm not like there's no in between with that. But with friendships, it's everyone's casual until they're not like it's kind of just like this weird line I think I have more of a problem where I could be friends with anybody and it doesn't bother me until you cross a line. And then it's like a reckoning, either a reckoning or I just dis like discontinue like talking to you completely. But usually I will tell you. <laughs> so it's usually a reckoning. So mine's kind of the opposite where instead of people having to get to these certain lines of like, oh, you're on the same page I am. You're like just as supportive, just as like equal as me. We're really good friends. To me, it's like, I'll let you decide how casual you want it to be. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> the moment you fuck it the up. The moment you fuck it up. Like, and then also, like, to gauge what the fuck up can be. Like, with you, for instance, there'd have to be a lot for you to do to, for me to be finally like, fuck off. Like, for me to hit that point. I just like, go to your house and burn your house Yeah, like, down. even then I'd probably be like, she's probably trying to save me from, like... <laughs> she was having a bad day. She was having a bad day. Like, like because of the long, how long we've been friends, how... We haven't really had any issues. I think we've had one fight in our entire, like, way too long of a friendship. And it was a very stupid high school fight. Yeah. So, I mean... I think we just got mad at each other. I think we're both mad at things. And then everybody pushed us to be mad at each other instead of them. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what happened. Um, <laughs> that was a long time ago. A long time ago. <laughs> so, that also goes into account of how badly you can fuck up before I'm kind of like, uh-uh, like, we're out. Like, if we just became friends and you flaked on me on every hangout and you've said something terrible about me that made my life harder, that'll be like, all right, like, you haven't done any good in my life. <laughs> like, you've done more <laughs> negatives, so you're out. Yeah. But, I mean, everybody wants to be Julie's friend, so there's just so many casual friends in my life. No, know? I mean, it is something that I admire about you, in a way, that you are able to have like these, because it's something I struggle with. And I think like a lot of it goes back to just kind of like my issues as a person, like the way that I am. But like, it's very hard for me to not know if somebody cares about me. And I think that's part of what it is. Is so like, being someone's casual friend is very hard for me in a way, because it's like, I'm always sitting there like wondering about it. Like, I'm basically like, well, I feel like I'm friends with them, but they can't be friends with me. Like that just can't be like, they can't view me that way. And then it just, like, gets in the way, and I, I never end up being friends with them. It's, have these thoughts. <laughs> it is so bizarre. Like, there have been a strange amount of people that I've had this with. Like, even up until the point of, like, I'll have conversations with my husband, and it's just like, no, like, you guys are friends. Like, this is not how this works. Like, you are, like, taking this to a level where it's like you're worrying about something that's just not a factor. <laughs> I think it's because you're, you're a people pleaser like me, but you're too nice. And so then you know you put a lot into friendships and relationships and everything. And it's not that you're expecting a return, but you don't understand what they think of your intention versus what their intentions are. So you, you're easily taken advantage of, which made you have this mm -hmm. overreaction of overanalyzing. 
Well, I'm a people pleaser and easy to take advantage of, so I just get mean <laughs> real quick. I'm very, I have those lines, like I said, with my friendships where you're my friend until you fuck up, <laughs> like until you've crossed a line. Then I'm like, well, negatives that way, the positive, you're getting cut. So I think that's, we both have the same issue, but we can deal with it a completely different way. Yeah. Which is why I have a harder time with long-term relationships than I do with short-term or yeah, casual and I friendships. Mean, that was even, like, something, too, that, like, I kind of wanted to... I mean, like, I don't want to necessarily talk about this, like, you know, because I've... Like I said, I've been in a monogamous monogamous <laughs> relationship monogamous. for a very long time. I'm very happy with it. Like, we're in a good relationship. It's all good there. But, like, I do... I am of the opinion, like, when it comes to relationships in general, that relationships just kind of are a good thing, however you make that work. I think sometimes... People want to get down on people for not having essentially monogamous, can I say this freaking word, (laughs) monogamous relationships. So like, so like, for example, like what I mean by this is like, if you have like a really close relationship with a group of friends, and that's like your everything, and that's like the way you want to live your life, like if you wanted to go and buy five houses in the same neighborhood and, like, you know, all live kind of together because that's your whole life and that works for you. Like, I think there's nothing wrong with that. And I think sometimes, like, society makes it out like it is. Like, it's like, oh, you're not, you haven't been in, like, a regular relationship. Like, you failed, essentially. And it's like, no, like, I think so long as you have people around you who, like, you connect with and, like, you feel close with, like, I mean, like, I've even known people, too, will live with their parents, like, and they, you know, they're a bit older, and it's not like it's a financial problem, it's like, no, like, I just like living with my parents, like, I don't want to live in a house by myself, that sucks, you know? Like, I get that, too. Yeah, having, like, an inseparable sibling, that kind of thing, that just because it's not a romantic relationship doesn't mean it doesn't have value the same way, if not yeah. more. So, yeah, I agree with people tend to be like, oh, you're not in a relationship. Like, it's some sort of checklist that you're supposed to mentally have, which I always fought against and always, like, kind of pissed me off <laughs> in general. And now, like, I get that question. I Actually, I get the question of, like, you don't have kids yet? Why? And I'm like, one, I don't want them, but that's not... It's because it wasn't on my to-do list. Like, like I didn't give a shit. <laughs> I had a list. I had a list. It was not I got, on there. I got, to, I got to number 37, and I was like, oh, like, the kids isn't there. Kids isn't there. Fuck. I need, like, to, I need to get some sheep. <laughs> yeah, I need some sheep. Yeah. But the list, my list, like, never had get married, have a relationship, that kind of thing on it. So then it's not something I've really pursued too much. Like, it's just kind of something that happens. But people put so much value, like, that's some marker in your life that you gotta have. And... It's yeah. necessary. Yeah, and I mean, not even to say, too, because, like, I mean, I think, like, people can do whatever they want to do, and, you know, like, whatever you find value in, okay, you find value in it. It's just, I do want to say, like, you know, things don't happen, and, like, you know, you are in that kind of a situation where you're like, yeah, I find value in being around my parents, and that's where I find value. It's like, that's great. Like, have a good relationship. Do that kind of stuff. Like, I think that's awesome. Having a good relationship with anybody. It's It's just awesome. It doesn't matter who it is. So go out there and pursue good relationships. (laughs) Take the toxic people and, you know. Put them in a hole. (laughs) Put them on a boat away from your island of positivity. (laughs) Yes. The mantra of the day. All that guru crap. Yeah, there you go. Take it. (laughs) It's story time with Krista. 
<laughs> yeah, we do actually. We need like a story a time. Song, like... So like last time I ended up doing Bilbo. Like I did like him where like he starts writing the story and he's like, where to begin? And I was like, I don't really like this, but like also I feel weird having nothing. <laughs> yeah, I did nothing this next one and I was like, uh. yeah. <laughs> I think I'm gonna write like some little ditty or yeah. Bow, bow, bow. Well, now I got a guitar player just like, like, yeah. like little <laughs> story time. <laughs> so this is the story time intro now. <laughs> just now. us saying things. Yeah. Let's talk. I guess I'll talk about like, I'll talk about when I got lost as a child. This is kind of a short one. So, I mean, you know, but I think it's kind of funny. So, this is this is just kind of one of the funnier stories I've heard a lot, like, from when I was a kid. So, like, this probably, I would have been very young, like, maybe three or four. Like, probably not at super talking age, at super, like, being able to express my feelings kind of an age. And there was this time I was with my grandmother, and I think with my aunt. I'm not sure if she was there at first or she came later. I was with my grandmother, and all of a sudden, I went missing. And it, like, obviously really freaked my grandmother out. She looked, like, everywhere, was, like, looking outside, looking in all these places, could not figure out what had happened to me. At some point, eventually, my aunt was there. I don't, like I said, I don't remember she was there from the beginning, but she eventually came and was there. And so, like, she was helping, too, and I think, like, even, like, her boyfriend at the time was helping, too. They're looking everywhere. My grandmother, by this point, was, like, freaking out because it, like... It had, from what I understand from the story, like, it had been, like, a while of them basically searching for me and, like, could not figure it out. And it was, like, getting to the point of, like, my grandmother being, like, okay, I either have to call my mom <laughs> or the police or something. Because, like, I legitimately have no idea where she is. She's just, like, sobbing. Like, I'm going to have to tell her that I lost her baby and I don't understand where she went. So, apparently, and when I was a little kid, I, I, did, I had, like, a very... I was, I don't even really want to, like, say this in a weird way, but, like, I was very doll-like in the way that I was. You know, I was very pale. I had very blonde, curly, ringlet hair and stuff. Same. So, <laughs> so apparently, my grandmother had had, like, this bench that had, like, knickknacks and, like, bears and, like, dolls and, like, different things on it. I sat down on the bench and I went to sleep and nobody could find me because they just, like just, you know, just looked like a doll and they couldn't see me. And then I think um, eventually, I don't know if it was my aunt or my aunt's boyfriend was basically talking to my grandma was like, hey, you gotta, you gotta come in here and see this. And they go in and just see me sleeping on this little bench. And they're like, well, at least she wasn't kidnapped. But they all just were like, I oh, we were looking for like ever how did this not how did she not wake up like I was just asleep sound asleep the whole entire time <laughs> yeah I remember this story <laughs> yeah I did a lot of like goofy things as a child and I, I always think some of the stuff I mean I guess it's like you know what being a kid is but like some of the things like when people will talk about it I'm like yeah being a kid is great <laughs> all of my weird kid stories are why did she have that much patience and focus like, where I just sit by a bird feeder for hours waiting to watch a bird land, and then when it does, I get up and leave. Like, <laughs> what kid, what six-year-old would do that? Or, like, competitive card building? Like, what? <laughs> Why did I have these skills, like, at this young age? I'm just... Maybe, I don't know, maybe patience. it was from your brothers? I mean, not really, like, from them, but, like, because you were so much younger. 
Maybe I think there I just was like, like some being quiet. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> I just want to be alone and quiet. Yeah, but that's that's my little story. I just, it's just that little story just kind of always makes me laugh. And especially like, I do have some pictures of me from like around that time. It is funny how I look. Like, whenever I, I don't even really recognize myself. Like, I look very different from when I was a baby. I don't understand why. But the women in my family have this thing where, like, when we're very little, we have very curly blonde hair. And then it just goes away. I don't have curly blonde hair anymore. It's like, I don't know, strawberry blonde, whatever you call it, like a brownish. But, like, most of the women in my family have brown hair. But they all, like, when they were kids, had blonde like Shirley Temple hair. It's very bizarre. I don't have bleach blonde hair. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I don't know, maybe it's just a thing. People with blonde hair, be warned. You're you, weird. <laughs> you might become brunette or just, you know, become brunette and live that life. Live the life. <laughs> so our first half was pretty like serious life advice, I guess. <laughs> Which is a weird way to do that, but there we are. I mean, it's not uncommon for... I think we usually do silly first and life advice, so we're switch, switching it up a bit. We're yeah, doing... we want to make sure you get that life advice hot and fresh before we do the goofs. <laughs> yeah, so now we're just talking silly bullshit nonsense, because we felt like the relationship episode would be a little too serious. Yeah. Yeah, so I had this idea... That, you know, like, instead of us talking, like, too much about real people, because, you know, like, I don't want to, like, blast people and stuff. Like, even, like, my husband, like, I mean, I'm fine talking about him, like, on a certain level, but I also don't, like, want to just blast him. So instead of us blasting people, we could just talk about, like, rela relationships. And at this point, we're going to kind of probably talk kind of more about leaning romantic, I guess, would be the way. Like, crushes and things like that. So, so I think the really first, talk. Yeah. <laughs> I think the first fun one is when you were a child, Julie, did you have any crushes? And we'll try to keep this like TV and movies and things like that. And who were your crushes? <laughs> so to character, I did not like any typical people in any regard. My love of my life when I was a kid, like obsessive love of my life was Jeff Corwin. No joke. <laughs> really? No joke? Like, I was Wait. obsessed with Jeff Corwin. Wait a minute. I'm not sure. I... Wait, who is this? Give me some Do you time. not know Jeff Corwin? I think I know his name, but I can't, like, picture who he is. Um, Give me, when like... When we were kids, he had a show on Animal Planet where he was, like, really silly and kind okay. of, like, went around the world. He's an anthropologist. And... <laughs> Like, so it's him. Like, it's his personality. But all he did was make really corny jokes and then talk talk all about animals and stuff. So, wait. So, you're, like, the kid who gets the crush on, like, Steve from Blake's Clans type of love. I talk to Steve every day. <laughs> I'll have you know. My mom said she used to come in and, like, he would be on the TV and just say, how are you today? And then go about his day and be like, I talked to my cat. Like, I would talk to Steve. I didn't have a crush on Steve, though. I had a crush on Jeff Corwin as a person for years. Like, it wasn't, like, a little blip because I thought he was cute and funny. It was, like, I loved this man and he was my hero and just, like, I wanted to be him or be married to him. Like, it was my life. <laughs> and then I guess eventually it faded. Yeah. He still looks, like, really similar and he's still, like, a really good person and a goofball, so I can't say it has or hasn't. 
<laughs> I don't think about it. <laughs> so, and then I think, like, one of the other ones was, like, didn't you have a crush on Aragorn? Or am I making that up? That is not me at all. I didn't okay. understand why anyone thought he was attractive when I was younger. Okay. I First of them. was it Will? Is that who I'm thinking of? I mean, yeah. okay. <laughs> I knew that there was one of them because I knew you when we were younger had a thing for brunettes. That was like yeah. a big. It was like, Orlando you know. Bloom as Will Turner from Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was my other one. <laughs> that was when I was more of a teenager, though. I'm talking like right, right. from when I was seven and then that's to current. The, that's I guess that's the one that I remember specifically because I wouldn't have been around you when you were. I was obsessed with Jeff Port. I, mean, I would not are because. It's apparently still current now I'm thinking about like no I still love him <laughs> I'd still marry that man even though he's like my parents age <laughs> yeah he's probably like 60 I think his kids are my age so yeah he's like so just marry one of his kids <laughs> yeah I did I was like dude I could <laughs> like, oh he's already married fuck <laughs> the biggest one that I remember I mean I'm sure I've had others the biggest one I remember is that I had a really big crush there was like this live action Peter Pan, and I don't even know, I could probably look it up and like figure out what year it was. I would guess like 2000s was like around the time. I know what boy you're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) And I had a crush on that Peter Pan. And I don't know why, but like, I've always kind of had like a thing with not the character, just like the movies. Like I've always liked Peter Pan. So then I think like, that being something that I liked was also part of that too. And then I had like a huge crush on him for like a couple years. Not, like, in a weird stalkery way, because I'm not really quite like that. Like, I don't get that obsessive about things, but, like, I definitely remember there being a period of time where I was like, man, that guy. He's my guy. Yeah. (laughs) Despite the fact I think he was probably quite a bit older than me, especially when, I mean, well, okay, that's talking about, (laughs) I realized what I was saying, but, like, I remember being, like, very young when I had a crush on this Peter Pan, and then him being... 10 or more years older than me so that was probably like the first like yeah that guy well what's funny is when we were thinking about these questions it's like you're watching stuff from when they were our age now and that kind of thing so our crushes when you look at them as people you're like oh they're like my parents age but I'm watching movies from like 20 years ago so like it's it's different because I have one person like on a list of what we're going to talk about and he's like in his 50s now I'm like well that's weird (laughs) like that Oh, well, (laughs) it is what it is. So I don't think age matters as much just because we're watching, like, different time periods. But I do get what you mean, that you were a kid. Like, I had a crush on Jeff Corn as a seven-year-old, so I feel like it's not that big. At least yours was a kid. Yeah, I don't (laughs) know how... probably 18. Yeah, I don't know how old he was. I would have to go and look into it. He was older, and I was pretty young. Like, I was probably, like, under the age of 10. And he was definitely at least 16. So, like, it was probably 18. Yeah. One of those kind of crushes. And then... I don't know why either, but, like, when I was younger, I had a thing for blondes. So you I did. Also, I remember, like, every crush you had was blonde. <laughs> I know. I But I my whole thing is, is, like, I'm, I'm always, like, interesting. That's, like, my whole thing. I like interesting and I like different. So, like, even uh, when I was younger, I had a crush on Legolas, which I think is pretty typical. not super uncommon. But, like, yeah, I think that still is something that kind of carries into me being an adult. The whole, like slender, very, like, silver-haired type of person. I don't know why that appeals to me. I think it's just because of that whole, like, I like different type of thing. And yet your husband's not blonde. I know, but... <laughs> Disappointment in but... No, 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 no. My husband's very attractive, and I have changed tunes since I was a teenager. <laughs> not quite like that. It's just... 
in typical, like when I think of like the people that I find attractive, it tends to be people who are kind of on like the slightly odder side of the spectrum. Like I wouldn't say like I have a lot of like typical beauties is like the way that I think about it. I'm weird. And I mean, to be fair, which we can kind of get into this as we transition, I'm not huge on looks. I can find people attractive. That is a thing that happens. But like, personality is a big deal to me. Like, I gotta like you. <laughs> and if I don't like you, it's not really gonna like, like, I might be like, I don't know. So like, for example, we'll use Chris Evans. I know like you have things with Chris Evans, but like, not even that like I dislike him, but like, it's not because like, I don't have like strong feelings of like, liking him or like, liking his personality or anything like that. Like, I'm just like, Oh, yeah, he's attractive. And that's just kind of it. But like, it's not really like, a, Oh, yeah, he's attractive. <laughs> well, I have the same thing that if they play too many characters that it seems like that's who they are. And I don't like that character or during interviews or whatever. They're just unpleasant. I can't be attracted to them. I just can't like, they even have to have at least one character, like the first way I see them has to be a character I like, <laughs> or I won't like them. Like Chris Evans is on my list of like, I love this celebrity personality and looks wise. All of his interviews, he's like really open and goofy. And like, he supports his brother with the like, um, LGBTQ letter oh, right, community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he's like really big in that. He's like a really, he's a sweetheart. He doesn't really like being a celebrity per se. And so now he's, like, pulling away from being an actor and more into directing, and I love Chris Evans, so. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't have any problems with him. No no problems. It's just, I just used that as an example, because that was Cap. literally the first thing <laughs> yeah. that popped into my head. And I love Cap, which also, is how we know him, mostly. Yeah. And because we're going to get into this next part, too. Um, so, because the next part that I wanted us to have is, like, so current, more current, like, who is your types looks-wise, and... Again, from TV and movies, we might kind of focus on Marvel just because there's so many and, like, that's a really good kind of diversity to talk about. But, like, if there's TV shows and you want to go that way, too, that's fine. But one of the other things about Chris Evans particularly is I'm not typically into uh, beefier people. Like, that's just not, that's (laughs) not really a thing for me. I just, I don't. That's not something that's very appealing to me. I understand it. I understand why people like it. Like, I get it. You know, like Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, he's really built. Like, I get that. It's just not really my thing. Like, I like for example, using a completely different example, I understand why people like The Rock. I get that. But, like, for me, I'm like, I can't. That's not, <laughs> that's like not my, my vibe. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, you're... <laughs> but I have... No. I've known people, like, who have had crushes on The Rock. Like, legit. But, like... For me, it's like, I just, it's too beefy. Like, I, I feel like even the same way about, like, Mark Wahlberg or, like, um, who's the other one? Uh, one There's, like, the other Russell, or John Cena, that's who I'm trying to say. John Cena, too. Like, a lot of people be like, oh, yeah, he's really attractive. I'm like, I just, that's just not, like, a thing that works for me. I get it. I understand why people like it. It just doesn't, that's not my vibe. <laughs> See, it's not really my vibe either, but what tends to happen is I like the chiseled face. And so then what happens is, like, Beefcakes will have a chiseled face. So, like, Chris Evans has, like, that perfect jawline and everything. I like that. I don't need all the muscle, but it just tends to go that way. <laughs> chiseled face, big <laughs> fat on the bottom. Yeah, like, well, like no. one of the people I really like is James McAvroy, who's, okay. like, a more skinny kind of, like, mm-hmm. Scotsman. But I love, like, his eye shape and his face. Like, I think that's wonderful. So then he's fine. Like, he's my guy. 
And then one of my other ones is Daniel Radcliffe. That's also a lot of his personality. Like, every interview, I really like his personality, just how he talks. And his eyes could, like, cut through glass. <laughs> like, they're just piercing. And But you also, I mean, I'm sorry not to cut you off, but you like one other beefcake for sure. My favorite beefcake. He, he was very he beefy always boy. always a beefcake. But he's a very He's beefy. a beefy boy now. He's so like, beefy. <laughs> what? Okay, say his name. Henry Cavill is my boy. <laughs> I have loved Henry Cavill since he was, like, 20. And he never... He wasn't beefy back then. He was, like, he... I think he was supposed to be, like, 17 in this movie. He was in The Count of Monte Cristo. And I love, like, his face is so detailed and chiseled. He has, like, the blue eyes with the dark hair. And that's just, like, my thing. Superman. Superman. Um, and now he's beefcake. <laughs> so it's it's changed. And I've loved him through all of it. So it's fine. Yeah. Henry Henry Cavill's not quite my thing, but I think the closest he comes for me is when he was Geralt. <laughs> really? Of that Silver Boy? Of course, because That's my of, least the, favorite of the Silver Boy. Yeah. He doesn't quite do it for me still, though. He's a little bit too hairy as Geralt. He's also just, like, a super nerd <laughs> but, and, like, sweetheart. Yes. So that's why I love him. <laughs> yes. He just, for me, for the way that my tastes are, I don't... I'm not, I just, I have problems with, like, the beefy boys. I don't know what it is. It just, it's not, not really my thing. But I, my he only is beefy a, boys is Chris Evans and well, Henry Cavill. What about going into Marvel? Because I think this is a good one where there's a lot of diversity. So just looks pretty much. And then we could get more into personality. I, if there's, like, I guess, like, for personality, that would be more, like, if, like, not necessarily their looks, but, like, you like their personality. My personality ones are completely fantasy people. Like, they're not even real actors. <laughs> are the lists that I mean. <laughs> what, like, Jarvis? No, like, um... <laughs> Jarvis. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's just talk about just looks. So, personality aside, and we can even say, we'll just say, like, the Marvel characters. Like, it doesn't have to necessarily be the actors. Like, just from the Marvel universe, particularly. So, like, for example, for me, one that I have that is very weird, and I think a lot of this, which I know, you can sit there and you can be like, oh my gosh, Krista, what a heterosexual you are. You're so monogamous and blah. But, like, yeah, my opinions have changed, and I do like my husband, so a lot of people that I like do look like my husband. One of the things was, is I really liked Loki from Thor Ragnarok. Not that my husband particularly looks like him from there, but it's, like, the same kind of vibe. And I know a lot of people hated him, how he looked in that one, but for whatever reason, I thought it was attractive, so... There. there you go. Roast me. <laughs> Roast me on Facebook for my opinions. <laughs> now, I'd say Loki's on my list, too, for Marvel characters. Like, because when it comes to Marvel, I also, other than Chris Evans, I don't like the, like, I don't think Thor, I get why, like you said, right? I get why people find him attractive, of course, but he's just not my type. Like, I don't typically, I don't really like blondes most of the time. I'm the opposite. I like right. the dark features. So the minor, like, I think Benedict Cumberbatch, he's never looked better than his Doctor Strange. Like, he just, even though I think he's a jackass, I wouldn't like him in person. Like, Yeah. Oh, man, on that cape. Oh, my god. The cape, gosh. the, like, wizardy that, look. That freaking, that set design. Can we talk mm. about that? Was That was, yeah, that was my crush. That set design. <laughs> that set design, though. Uh. <laughs> it was so good. He had, like, the best outfit. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was definitely a good one. And I think because we were just talking about this, one of the other ones is when I was watching. I'm going to say it right. It's going to happen. <laughs> the Falcon <laughs> and the Winter Soldier. 
when I was watching it, Sebastian Stan was very attractive in that, I thought. And that was like the first time, I think, for me that I saw him and I was like, oh, okay, I get you now. Like, because I think in the other ones, I didn't quite get it. And I think it's like because of, I don't know if it's because of his whole He's haunting, villain. blah, yeah. blah, blah thing. But like in that one, I was like, oh, okay, like I get, I get you. And yeah, you do kind of look like Mark Hamill. It's a little, that's a little bit weird. <laughs> I'm feeling it now, but I get it. But also, he's not really my type, like, as a person. I just, I think he was attractive in that one particular. Mm. And then, like, the only other one that I can particularly think about, because I was also trying to think about, like, women. I was going to say the Valkyrie. The Valkyrie? Yeah, she's, I don't know if she's quite my type. The only one that I can personally think of is, I forget what her real actress name is. Uh, She's Darcy. Oh, I've never had a love for her. I just think that she's attractive. She's she's my type in, like, a girl. That type of look. Because, I mean, for one thing, I like the, like, witchier, kind of gothic-ier types. So, yeah, I forget. I can't remember what her name is. Hold on, I'm going to look it up real quick. Because I'm going to feel bad. I'm going to say mine was probably Scarlet Witch, but that's more of, like, the wizard <laughs> look again. Kat Dennings. There we mm. go. Yeah, I like her, and then, I mean, I do like Scarlett Johansson sometimes. I go back and forth Hers is about too it. heavy half the time. I'm like, okay, I get it. <laughs> I have thought that Scarlett Johansson was more attractive in different movies. Like, what was the one? We were talking about this recently. It's, um, what is it? Uh, He's Just Not That Into You? Is that what that is? She's in that movie. I think it's that yeah, one. Yeah, where she's with Holy uh, crap, she is she's so in attractive in yeah. that movie. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like, yeah. Babe. I go back and forth on her. There's times I like her more than others, but in that movie, I'm To me, like, yeah, she's either a goddess or she doesn't even look real. Where yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, you're the pinnacle of, like, what, you know, the goddess women look like. And other times I'm like, are you a robot? You look really weird today. But yeah, I just tend to, like, in terms of that, I like kind of witchier gothic-y. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just, I'm a witchy person, I guess. I like that. I also like red-headed ladies, but I can't think of any, like, off the top of my head. Um, She's in the Daredevil Marvel series. Oh, yeah. She's a babe. <laughs> she does have she very has a, nice hair. She has beautiful hair, skin, she's tall, like... She's got, she does, she, oh, and I think for her, it's more, I envy her hair. Her hair is like, because it's like, not even, like, super red. It's almost, like, blonde red. Yeah, it's that orange. Yeah, like, a very blonde red, which is good. But, yes, we are very, <laughs> very off topic. Not really. We're just okay. talking about, like, appearances, like, what we yeah, like. Yeah, no. Yeah, on TV and things. You were just like, let's talk more about Marvel. So, anyway, a bunch of oh, other Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess I could mention the other one, which, again, I like my husband very much. I really like Ben Barnes. I think I've mentioned this a couple times. He's Jigsaw. He's the dude in Westworld like him a lot i've no the other <laughs> well the other thing is too is when he is in interviews apparently he is like the nicest oh. guy which is like baffles me that he is so good at playing a villain he is got the too face. good but yeah guy from westworld jigsaw i don't know if you saw him you probably know who this dude is but like he's he's a lot like um oh what's his name i'm gonna say his actor name kylo ren Adam oh, Driver. Adam Driver. He's like Adam Driver, where it's like he's just got this face where like he he like deadens his soul, and you're like, oh my gosh, he's empty. <laughs> Are you okay? Where's your soul go? Yeah, 
he's so good at playing a villain. I'm also like, I'm envious of that. Like, I think if I was an actor, that's what I would want to do. I would just want to be a villain. Like, fuck being the hero. I want to play the villain. That's more exciting. (laughs) Yeah, I want to like stab people because I'm angry and I want that. Yeah, villains live in gray while heroes are meant to stay in the light. So it's kind of just one of those. It's more fun. No, I think we just mentioned her, but her name is Deborah Ann Wall. She is a babe. I'll say her. She's technically Marvel. (laughs) And she's got good hair. Great hair. Skin, face, everything. I can't think of, like, too many DC characters. I guess I do like Gal Gadot, now that I think about it. Yeah. I think it's Gadot. I think it's how you... But I'm... I, I think so. That's just how I've heard people pronounce it. But I do like her. I think... I think I was, like, kind of weird about her first when they picked her for Wonder Woman, but I do like her. She works, surprisingly, for me. I think she's one of the few casting choices that does work for me. Superman. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he was, he was fine. It was, there was a lot of weird things that happened when they were picking Superman, and I think, like, some of that has kind of, like, stuck in me a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because there was, like, a couple other people they were considering where I was like, man, they would have been a good Superman, and, like, they didn't pick him for really stupid reasons, and... Yeah, that's that's a whole different topic. <laughs> that has nothing to do with any of this. But okay, so what about personality wise? Let's talk about that because that's that's a slightly different one. Hmm. We could talk about I could talk about a very weird one that like, I, have, I don't want to be like controversial, but I know it's like kind of weird. I have three very weird ones. So <laughs> okay. One that I'm going to say that I'm going to put right off the bat that I know is weird is I like Peter Parker and I do like the new Peter Parker. Now, I will tell you, yes, I understand that he is like a teenager in the movies. That's not really what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about more like his personality. That's the kind of person that I am in real life is like kind of nerdy, kind of dorky, kind of like, yeah, yeah, so like that type of thing, like it does connect with me. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like that. Even though, yes, I understand that he's young. That's not what I mean. And then also Tom Holland is an adult. So like, it's not that weird guess. Yeah. <laughs> and also there's been other Peter Parkers that are not in high school that are yes. like older. So then Peter Parker goes the whole entire spectrum of all, all sorts of things. You know, there was that time he was a Japanese girl inside a robot. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> well, I find I tend to go towards goofy people, like sweet, endearing goofy people and so I kept thinking of video games (laughs) so like Alistair that's my boy like I love Alistair and Garrus like they're just both kind of awkward (laughs) like just these like good old boy awkward everybody loves Garrus everyone you don't even know that you love Garrus I already made this joke (laughs) but you don't know but now you know again for the second time you love Garrus and then there was like I used to love Roseanne that show when I was younger Mm-hmm. And Dan is, like, to me, like, one of the ultimate husbands. Like, he's mm. just a huge goofball and, like, completely supportive, that kind of thing. Like, none of these people are dumb. None of these people are dumb, but you wouldn't sit there and be like, they're the most smart. Or, sorry, they're the smartest person in this entire show. You're like, they're definitely not that one. But they're not dumb. Like, I can't stand dumb people. Yeah. But I definitely like the goofy kind of just, like... Doesn't care enough to be the smartest one in the room. I did always, though, on that note, and this is maybe slightly off topic, I did always, like, from Parks and Rec, like, Andy and April, 
I love Ben. I would have married a Ben. <laughs> ben is good. Oh my gosh. The whole thing where him and Leslie are getting together, I cannot rewatch those seasons. Like, I can't do it. It makes me so anxious and unhappy when they're not together. Like, I'm like, just. That's the point, because they're anxious and unhappy. <laughs> I know, but like, more than almost any other show I've ever watched. Like, I can rewatch Friends, like, despite the whole Ross and Rachel thing. Like, I'll. I doesn't matter, but like, that show, like, that season where they're like figuring stuff out and they're not together like it's but one of the best episodes is when he's in the bat suit and that's during that where he's like oh no batman's crying (laughs) i love ben ben is definitely like would marry ben in a heartbeat oh ben is good i didn't even think about ben ben definitely is Mm -hmm. i know for a while too one of mine was the 11th doctor so matt smith I, I don't know what it was, but, like, I I think that was, like, around the time I really got into the Doctor, and I'm not really into it anymore. I don't really care about Doctor Who now. But, like, when I was really into it, I was just like, man, like, this is awesome. And, like, I, I liked a lot of things, I think, about his personality in there. Like, I liked the eccentricness and stuff, and I really did like his relationship with um River. I thought that that whole thing was interesting, and, yeah, for, like, a while there, he was, like, a... Yeah, I like that That's guy. <laughs> I like that guy. Um, and then it was weird, too. Actually, I even totally forgot about this. Um, oh, crap. Let me look at her name really quick. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think one of my other weird ones would probably be Lucy Lawless. I'd marry that woman, too. <laughs> I blame Xena. <laughs> that, I mean, yeah, that's fair. Mm. Oh, the other one that I was going to talk about, and I totally forgot about this. I don't know why, because for a long time, this was always my girl, was Lily James, which Lily James was the like the most recent live action Cinderella. She was in the Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. That was her. I don't know what it is about her. I just always like her. I find her attractive. It's one of these things. But then what was weird is for a while, she was dating Matt Smith. So I was like, whoa, my worlds are colliding. <laughs> I was like, this weirds me out. Can I be in a pod with you? (laughs) I don't really do that, but like, I would for you. No, it was just... (laughs) That's funny. No, it just was... It was one of those things where I was like, whoa. I was like, it's something like the universe has done a weird for me. I don't know how to deal with this. Well, they're not together anymore. But yeah, I thought that was so funny. I don't know if I really like her personality-wise, but yeah, that was one of the most bizarre things when they were together. Because <laughs> I was just like, whoa. Wait, wait. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if there's... I'm trying to think if I have any other, like, of the Marvel ones that I'm missing. I don't think, like, there's too many from, like, the main core cast. Because, like, I'm not really, like, a robert downey jr girl (laughs) that's a bit intense for me he also he just is a little too old i think by appearance wise not that i don't like he's a good looking guy he seems like a really swell person it's nothing like that it's just kind of a little too weird also i don't like pepper potts or gwyneth petrol i can't say her name gwyneth paltrow i don't like her so then it's kind of to me like judging his judgment (laughs) like like, you dated her you can't date me now like I used to be so bad about that yeah. when I was younger, where I'd be, like, talking to some guy, and I would know people he dated, and be like, well, your judgment's askew. Like, <laughs> like, so, 
like I used yeah. to have to tell people, like, don't tell me the people you've dated. Like, I know I shouldn't judge you on it, but I can't yeah. help it. <laughs> yeah, I still definitely, in, like, my heart of hearts, feel very weird that Tom Hiddleston dated Taylor Swift. Like, yeah. that is a very a odd... very, like, I judge you for that slightly. Like, it's like, this, <laughs> I mean, that was a long time ago, so whatever. And, like, they didn't even date for that long. But it still is, like, in my heart of hearts, I'm like... I don't know how to feel There's about something this. something off now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but there was one. Who was I going to say? Oh, Mark Ruffalo. I do kind of like Mark Ruffalo. He seems more like an uncle to me than a... Yeah. But he just, like, he seems like He's a, a guy. He's a sweetheart. Yeah. Some of the other ones don't seem like real people. No. Like <laughs> Thor. I mean, well... In ways, I guess he seems like a real person, but not the real I've kind of person I would like. Some probably. of like his TikToks or whatever with his kids and stuff. I'm like, yeah, you seem a little more real. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's a fine guy. It's just, yeah. I know I don't like Chris Pratt <laughs> anymore. Yeah, I think I liked him more when he was Andy. But, I mean, Andy was just kind of goofy, lovable. Yeah. Andy's a Labrador. So. <laughs> yeah. I still love that when he got all beefy for the Guardians of the Galaxy and then he did, like, Parks and Rec. They're like, man... You been working out? No, I just quit drinking beer. <laughs> like that, they just took that. That's all they yeah. did. That's how they explained that he was suddenly not chunky anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's perfect. Thank you. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think those are my main ones. I'm trying to think if there's even like things from like recent TV shows. That's the thing, though. I haven't really been watching a lot of recent TV shows. <sighs> I think those are my big ones. I think we did it. I think we did the episode. What? We're done. <laughs> it's been, what happened? It's been good. We did the thing. We, we talked good. about the things. You know, I don't know. Are we supposed to talk about Lord of the Rings more? Are we supposed to talk about uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? I don't know. That was a weird time. Do you like Thwendwell? Does everybody because of remember his, like, that? Silvery... Who? Thwendwell, like the uh, moose guy? dad? Um, kind of, but he was kind of a dick, so that's kind his of... His eyebrows, though. It's kind of more how I feel about him. And also, like, now that I know this information, that his... So, like, when they did that movie... Orlando Bloom was two years older than him. Mm-hmm. And so it, like, kind of weirds me out a little bit. It's just, like, I mean, I guess you're elves, whatever, but I just think that that's funny, and I think, like, he would go up to him and be like, Dad! <laughs> and it's just, yeah. yeah. Like, weird, man. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I... Yeah, I, like, I remember that being a thing and that I liked him, and I think I did even like him in Pirates of the Caribbean, but, like, I don't... Yeah, I don't think it was, like, something that lasted for that long. So, yeah. as do most of my movie crushes, because I'm just not really that kind of a person. No. Like, I, I'm i the kind of person where I view people as real people very, m- most of the time. And I know, okay, like, sometimes that's the way people are supposed to do things, and I know sometimes people don't. But, like, that's kind of how I've always been. And it just kind of, like, weirds me out to a certain extent. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I like you, but, like... Also, I don't know you, and yeah. that's kind of weird to me. Well, like with Henry Cavill, let's say he's, you know, he's my number one. Like, I've loved this guy forever. I still don't understand people that just, like, obsess over yeah. these people that aren't real to you. Like, they aren't, they don't know you. You don't know them. And as much as, like I said, I love Henry Cavill. I've seen every movie he's been in. I haven't, like, watched every interview or read everything about him. Right. I've seen, like, him build a computer because <laughs> that was all over the place and it was awesome to watch. And I've seen, like, two or three interviews and the memes. Yeah. Like, that's my level of Max obsession. I think him and, like, Bo Burnham. I did have, like, a slight thing for Bo Burnham in a very weird way. You had one blonde. I did have one blonde. There um, you go. <laughs> but it was, like, one, he's our age. Mm-hmm. And two, like, as a comedian, he was more himself 
than like an actor would be. It's still a performance and I do understand that, but also even him just talking about people feeling that way for him and just being like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like the whole concept of all of it, I really mm-hmm. appreciated and it just felt like it was really relatable and kind of like... Mm-hmm. He was a tangible person. And because we've known, like, we've loved Bo Burnham since he was on YouTube and, like, nobody. So I did have a, I don't want to say it's a crush, but it was kind of, like, an appreciation and thinking that Bo Burnham and I would be friends if, like, we came into contact yeah. with each other. And also another one that I didn't mention that I just thought about is I do really like Kamal Nanjani. I think, like, I have that kind of same thing that you were talking about. Because, like, I watched, I liked really, I liked watching Big Sick. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw Big Sick, but, like, because of the whole, like, comedy and, like, things and stuff. Like, that kind of stuff does relate to me a lot. And, yeah. yeah. And that was a cool movie, too. I really... That was a good movie. Like, interesting concept. And I liked a lot of the vulnerability in that movie. Because there were, like, a lot of times, like, he was, like, really struggling with, like, a lot of different things. And I thought it was, like... It was interesting, really, to kind of see that. Like, especially, you know, because a masculine guy and, like him like he was like really struggling like with a lot of these different things like religion and then like this girl you know almost dying and you know all this kind of stuff I mean go go watch that movie it's a great movie but yeah just it was I enjoyed that movie a lot yeah I think there's a lot of actors that I wouldn't call it a crush like I said with Bo Burnham I just think that if we met as people that we'd really get along like I think we'd be really good friends and so like Bo Burnham's one of those people um I have, like, a handful in my mind. Jack Black is definitely... I'm like, we would be best of friends, like, yeah. if I met Jack Black. Yeah. He is my hero, in a way. I even think that about The Rock. But The Rock is really friendly with, like, everybody. So yeah. that one's kind of... He does seem like a nice guy for... Yeah, he does. Sure. Jason Momoa, too, seems like a yeah, very I think nice he'd guy. be a good friend. Good Although, buddy. I think I would have a hard time with Jason Momoa because he's, like, he's so huge. tall and I'm so little. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, please, don't crush me. I forgot about an actor I wanted to mention. Zachary Levi. He plays Shazam. Because oh, we were talking about, like, okay. heroes and stuff. Yeah. I love that boy. <laughs> I do. I think I do like him, too. I like pretty much every character he's played. He seems like a real, like, sweetheart. And he's just, like, my... I guess he's another beefcake. My mistake. Mm-hmm. He's not always a beefcake, though. He's just tall. So then he's either skinny or a beefcake. <laughs> he can't be in between. <laughs> Poor no, guy. I mean, yeah, I think he's the one who always reminds me of John John Mulaney. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. It, like, I see him and I'm like, oh, you guys look the same. And then it's I'm like, like a wait. beefier version. <laughs> I'm like, you're not the same. This is a different person. I don't know why. He's one of those that really gets me. It's like, there's a couple of those. Like, uh... I don't know, like, J- Zoe Deschanel and, like, Katie Perry. Oh, the, Perry. like, three other people. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, like, yeah. yeah, that's, like, <laughs> they okay. can be twins. They all need, what they need to do is they need to get these people together and, like, do some kind of movie. I would, that would be wild. <laughs> constant, like, rotation that. without telling you. Like, yeah. what? I thought I meant. <laughs> or just, like, have them be sisters or, like, because there's some of them, too. Like, I've seen ones where it's, like, them, like, uh, throughout each age. Like, it's, like, like, I've seen one before with, um... Oh, like, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, like, people will say he's, like, a younger version of Keanu Reeves, basically. And it's like, I, that's what, I want them to do that, too. Like, I want them to do, like, all the ages, like, yeah, I want it so bad. Just as badly as I want the, like, Spider-Verse thing for them to have all of the spider <laughs> I want that so This was Passion for Your Passions with Julie. And Krista, where we talked about relationships on the next episode. We're talking about Lord of the Rings, y'all. It's happening. 
Happy birthday, Bilbo! We're doing it! Just the fellowship, though. <laughs> oh, right. Right. No. No. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm in kind of a weird mood today, so that's also just probably good for the podcast in general. I feel I... like the last two times we've done this, I was so tired. Yeah. No, I mean, I was too, so we're just kind of like, no. So it's just like, hey. Hey. <laughs> passion for your passion. <laughs> we're, uh... Just barely here. <laughs> We're hanging on. Who's all beautiful Who's in all Hollywood? Beautiful people. All of them. That's the thing. It's fine. Brendan Fraser thing. shout out. <laughs> yeah. Brendan Fraser. He's yeah. Brendan Fraser deserves the world. He does. He's the best of boys. He deserves the whole world. Did you see he almost cried when his fans were talking about how much they love and support him and he was just like I'm fine. <laughs> like, yeah, you're a beautiful boy. Yeah. <laughs> we love you. Come back. Come back. Do something. I don't know. He is. He's in Doom Patrol and he's like doing two other shows. Like, and he's doing a movie that he's really excited about. Like, he's back in the world. I'm really happy about yeah, that. Yeah, that's good. I hope he does. I mean, honestly, I, su- I support anybody doing stuff like that. Like, it's like, just do stuff that makes you happy. Do good. That's all. Yeah. 